Hello everybody and welcome back to the Real Time Podcast. This podcast is for those who are looking to become inspired and level up in all aspects of life. The Real Time Podcast brings you content of real value through being open, honest and upfront about how things are to provide real and constructive advice on how to start stepping up and becoming your higher self. Well then, what are you waiting for? It's time to get real. In today's episode, our special guest, Janelle Gordon, touches on how she turned her past traumas into triumphs, detailing her life today after enduring a decade of human sex trafficking. She was exploited by predators in her early adult life at just 19. Janelle was trapped in a system with no end in sight. Upon facing certain death, she faked her own death to finally escape her traffickers. Janelle had a choice. Fall to victimhood and not live a full life due to lack of education and lack of a degree? Or bring a positive message to women everywhere, as well as help those who have also escaped human trafficking? Janelle is now the founder of Beyond Freedom, survivor-run non-profit dedicated to the education of the community, empowering survivors with holistic healing modalities and the enlightenment of survivors through education. She has also launched The O Factor, a holistic system of spiritual and sensual empowerment whereby she merges all her passions and teachings into one powerful modality, which was motivated in part by Janelle's mentor, Tony Robbins. I hope you are just as excited about this episode as I am. So let's dive right into it. I am so excited to introduce our special guest today, Janelle Gordon. Welcome. How are you? Uh, amazing. Every time I get to be on the line with a, someone from Australia, I just love it because I love listening to your, to your beautiful way of speaking. It's just so gorgeous to me. That's amazing. I was just thinking that about your accent as well. I love speaking to people from other countries because I'm in awe of their accents. So that's so funny. <laughs> but um, so I'm so excited about our podcast today. Um, I'd love it if you could just start off though by introducing yourself to all of our listeners, telling them about you, um, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, awesome. So uh, my name is Janelle Gordon, and I live in Newport Beach, California with my son, uh, Prince Amadi, who's five. He's uh, so much fun and uh, just always teaching me um, everything I thought uh, I knew, you know, uh, raising him has just been my greatest, greatest teacher. Um, I'm the executive director and founder of Beyond Freedom Nonprofit, and I um, have my intimacy, international intimacy and relationship coaching business called The O Factors. Um, I host retreats around the world. Um, not right now, but <laughs> but actually we do have a retreat planned the end of September in Mexico. And I do one-on-one um, as well as group uh, coaching and have all kinds of online platforms. We're actually in one right now. It's just all women that uses a dance movement therapy to really help women to get into their shadows and their archetypes, to build their feminine sexual energy in a really healthy, spiritually empowered way. So I'm just obsessed with helping busy entrepreneurs really shake the shame around their um, sexuality and find a new and empowering story. And my heart is really to work with women. And I do a lot of that too. So 
amazing. Yeah. And I have um, looked a bit into all of these different organizations and projects you're running for yourself, which is incredible. We're going to definitely be talking a lot about them today because I'm so excited to learn more about all of that. Um, but I actually want to, first of all, hear a bit about how you actually got into these lines of work. So I, I do understand you've got quite a traumatic um, or heavier story behind you and the history of what you've been through in your life. And I think it would be amazing if you could dive a bit into that, share a bit about that experience with us, and then we'll go on and talk about how this led to your businesses. Absolutely. You know, for me, um, I think people really do their best when they're passionate about it in life, whether it's a business, an entrepreneur, uh, a nonprofit, really anything. I think people do from experience, you know, uh, they do their best when it's from experience. I mean, look at Tony Robbins, like he is the person he is because of everything he experienced, the trauma that he went through. And so I think when people come from that place of like rawness and realness and authenticity of what they've experienced versus like shame around it, like it's such a powerful modality. And that's really what I've done. I've just tapped into my greatest pain and made it my greatest platform and power now and purpose. So um, <clears throat> I grew up, you know, uh, uh, product of the foster system. I was a very vulnerable population, minority, poverty, you name it. I had all the boxes checked and um, suffered a lot of uh, sexual and physical abuse and trauma as an infant and all the way, you know, all the way basically through most of my life. Um, got picked up by <clears throat> my first trafficker, you know, trying to really escape my world that I had experienced growing up because I was um, just so uh, disassociated from my body growing up in this extremist Christian fundamental cult and um, really trying to navigate um, a world where I just always lived in fear. And it was a very scary thing because I had just experienced so much trauma. I didn't know really anything else. And I just remember my life just being always afraid. And uh, I left home really trying to find connection, intimacy, and love, and trying to find a place where I wasn't impoverished and where I could um, just experience life. And I ended up in the hands of, of several traffickers, but my main trafficker in um, Opemp, if you will, in Las Vegas, where I spent about seven years of my life you know, being trafficked in the strip clubs, being trafficked in the, um, the elite hotels and casinos uh, and through the escort services and for a very brief time in the adult um, uh, porn industry. And um, so, yeah, it, it was uh, a time of, of just constant fear and pain and suffering and trauma after trauma, after physical abuse and sexual abuse and just a, a very, um, like you said, intense, <laughs> very intense time. And I just lived my life always in the state of um, fight or flight. You know, I had immense stomach problems and always, always, always in fear mode. And looking back now, it's like, man, my entire existence was built on fear and just trying to survive. Um, one day I just had enough after a really, um, a beating that almost killed me in Gladys Knight's neighborhood, who's a performer in Las Vegas. Um, I was left for dead on basically the front porch in this neighborhood, this very affluent neighborhood that Gladys Knight lived in. 
And uh, that next night I was back at work again, believe it or not. And having suffered head trauma, concussions and strangulations, everything, I was still there. And this woman that I worked with for five or six years at that time, just saw the bruises, saw the marks and really just said like, asked me these questions that just changed my life forever because it got me thinking about something I'd never thought about. And that was just happiness. And she just asked me, you know, don't you want to be happy? It was just such a simple, like simple yet profound question that to my soul still like, you know, hits me every time I tell the story. And that was really the catalyst of change for me that got me thinking like there has to be something more than this hellish existence that I'm now, that I'm living in. Like there's got to be something else out there for me. And so I wanted to explore it. And through a series of other events, I miraculous events, I was able to fake my own death, escape my trafficker, flee to an island in Thailand and begin to, to study this ancient practice of yoga that I now teach and really begin to heal and get back into my body. That's honestly such a... Wow, I just I don't even know where to begin. The that story, the everything that you've gone through and to be where you are now, it's truly incredible and inspirational to see how you've been able to turn your life around and and like you were saying, turn your trauma into triumph, you know, use that as a, something to help push you to go and achieve more in life rather than sitting and allowing yourself to just become a victim of your circumstances. So um, that's really, really incredible to, to see that transformation that you've done for yourself. And um, so you did just briefly start to touch on, you moved to an island and um, started studying different ways. So how did you overcome the traumas of the sex trafficking industry? And how did you go about healing, you know, those sexual traumas for yourself? And what, what, what sort of things were you going through on those on that island in order to get to where you are now oh my god there was just so much it was so intense honestly like I look back now and I'm just like how in the world did I do this (laughs) because it was really it was so much like stuff that came up during the time I was there I really like the first six months were pretty much so hellish (laughs) and then you know, the first four to six, and then things started mellowing out more because I started getting back into my body. But it was um, immensely challenging in the beginning because, you know, when you live a life of just trauma and pain and fear and abuse and running and, you know, when you're conditioned to be a commodity and, and nothing more than that, like, you just learn to live in fear and you learn to live that life. But then all of a sudden you're, you stop, like literally everything in my world stopped because I wasn't working around the clock, you know, 36 and 90, you know, I wasn't working around the clock for years on end. Like I had been doing, I had stopped and everything had kind of settled and it was just like, I had to deal with that present moment of just being with myself, being with my body, being in my in my thoughts and, and, and having to like deal with that because for so many years it was just go, 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 go. Like, you know, I told you I almost died. And then the next day I'm back at work again, you know, it's that's, and that was a repetitive thing. So I never ever processed anything. And most of the time I was 
actually so disassociated from my body. So I never even really had a chance to even like what's going on. Cause it was like, I'm back in work the same night again. So when I got to Thailand, it was a lot of tremendous transformation in the sense that I just like vomited stuff. Like it was just like, Oh my God, I couldn't release enough things quick enough, you know? And, uh, studying this ancient form of yoga called Tantra was, was very unique because this system or this personal development path, if you will, allows you to use energy as a catalyst for really anything you want to do. And it, it doesn't like put labels on energy instead. It just honors energy as energy and it lets you use it to your, what, however you need to use this energy, including the sexual energy. Although it does recognize that the sexual energy is like the most powerful energy that exists. So for me, it was like thrown into this place that looked at sexuality in a healthy way, that looked at the feminine in a healthy way, that worshiped the feminine, honored the feminine body. And I was, it was just such a mind, you know what, from what I was used to, because in my industry, the feminine was exploited we were treated like cattle. I was, you know, I've been branded like cattle. I've had numerous tattoos, you know, my trafficker on my body. So it was just such a weird thing to like, oh my God, this, this path is saying like, I'm to be worshiped and respected and adored. And my sexuality is really sacred. It's beautiful. And so it was just something I'd never experienced before. So there was so much work that I did in that time. And it was, really intense, really quick. And it was very challenging, but I look back and it, it was all so beautiful, you know, going through it because it got me just to be okay again, it got me just to be okay with being human again and not being this like product. And so it was, uh, yeah, it was a long journey. It sounds like such an interesting one as well. Like Tantra, this is the first time I've ever heard of this um, sort of practice before. So it's really incredible to be able to hear how this has had such a massive impact on your life and helping you, like you said, like be more in your thoughts and be more uh, conscious of everything you've been through and uh, kind of like self-reflect in order to overcome in a sense. So um, it's a very, very interesting uh, sort of concept which you've just shared with us. And the other one as well was um, dance on. So this is something else that really helped you with your unresolved trauma. Um, So can you share some information about this with me? Because this again is another topic that I'm so unfamiliar with. Yeah. So for me, like, you know, I had been a stripper for over a decade and you think like, oh, I'm so empowered in my body and my sexuality. I'm so connected because I can seduce other people. But really it's, it's actually like a false seduction because it's a false connection because it's, it's something that you're doing for someone else. You know, you're doing this thing that's like, I'm doing this for you but really in my mind, I don't even like you. I don't even know you. <laughs> it's a weird thing. When you think about it now, it's like, I'm seducing you. I have no clue who you are, really. I, your name you gave me was probably fake. I gave you a fake name, you know, like all these things, but I'm going to like seduce you so that you will give me money to make you feel connected to your body and to your sexuality and to feel pleasure and orgasm. And then we're going to leave like each other. It's, it's just like a strange concept when you really break down what happens in these strip clubs and with, you know, escorts and things. 
And so like, for me, it was like an act. It was just like this facade of like, I knew what to do, but I wasn't really there. So when I started studying in Thailand, Tantra, and there was an event for this workshop that I did where I had to like embody this archetype, this one of the chakras, and I did it twice. And I just did it so profoundly. It was kind of like this, like Sasha Fierce moment where I just like became this character. And it was, but this time for real, like I embodied it. And it was just such a like, like a high, I can't explain. Like, I just felt like, oh my God, like this rush of energy and this, the people, like they were watching me, but they weren't like watching me like monkeys in a zoo. They were like eating the energy and it was feeding them. And it was such a surreal moment for me. I was like, I have to experience more of this. And I need other women to experience this too. So I came, like, I came up with my first prototype, which is never like the, the, the one meets all, right? It's never the end to all, rather. And it was called Dance of Magdalena. And it was really about like Mary Magdalene in the Bible and how she was literally like the most, you know, person that was the most, what people would consider the prostitute, you know, the worst of the worst. But she ended up being the most close, closest to Jesus, right? Like she was the someone that he really like, in the end, had her close, closest woman, you would say, maybe then other than his mom. So I thought, oh, this is a really interesting concept. Like how you could take something so what society rules is like disgusting, even with like Ghislaine Maxwell and all this stuff going on now, nobody cares about these women. They just want to know like, who was involved? Was Trump there? Was, Bar you know, was Barack, there was, was all these people there? Uh, was Bill Clinton there? Who, you know, what was like, who cares in the grand scheme of things? People are like, who, where are these women, <laughs> you know? So that was the concept behind it. Like take something so dirty and make it so beautiful. And so I created this modality that really merged like <clears throat> creative expression of movement uh, through using principles from Tantra, using my background in striptease and using my background in uh, the, <clears throat> all the other forms of dance that I had been exposed to while in the industry, belly dance, just all kinds of dance, twerking, everything. And I kind of crafted this concept based on the four shadows or archetypes that women have in them to let women kind of dive into those places, balance out the ones that need balance, you know, diminish the ones, raise the ones, and just feel in their body again and feel, feel pleasure again, feel connected and dance and seduce themselves versus someone else. And so it started there. And over the years, you know, it's grown. I've taught it all over the world in universities. Now I'm teaching an online boot camp, like six weeks with women doing this in their homes. It's incredible. That is incredible. And I love how like through dance on, um, you're essentially embracing your sexuality and worshiping your energy a lot more, which is so beautiful and so empowering as well. So uh, that's such a, I love that you've been able to introduce this whole concept to me. I think it's so incredible. I'm definitely going to do some more research into it myself after this episode as well. Yeah, um, maybe you'll do the boot camp. <laughs> definitely, definitely something to look into. So essentially you've, you know, obviously brought yourself out from being homeless and created this incredible business and life around what your traumas were. So I want you to tell me more about your work and what is involved and why you work with healthy, healthy sexuality, relationships and intimacy coaching. Like what is your ultimate mission with this? 
gosh, man, this one, like, I don't know why it just like hearing it. I just got so emotional. It's just something that's like, um, it's something that is so broken today. You know, it's like people use a swipe app to connect, you know, and I'm not saying that you can't use those, but you know, they'll sleep with someone and then they'll never talk to them again. And again, I'm not saying don't have a one night stand, but it's just, we become this culture that's so disconnected from intimacy, from relationships, from sexuality. We have begun to, you know, encourage a generation of young people to take pictures of their genitals as the new way of communicating on Snapchat. And then like, this is normalcy. And it's, and then to, to like ghost someone when they are no longer serving that need. And it's like, to me, it's, this is like prostitution, I think is like not even disgusting. When I think of this is disgusting of like encouraging children and young kids to use these platforms like Snapchat and ghosting people after you, it's just, it is like, so it, it just, touches me in my soul because it's the antithesis of, of what Tantra is about real connection, real intimacy, real union, being lucid with your partner, being honest, being vulnerable, even around the stuff that hurts. Because when you go that deep with something, someone, you know, just emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, like the sex is going to be out of this world because you're so open. And today everyone is so closed. So my work and my mission is to really help people to shake the shame that's associated with their sexuality, to rewrite a new empowering story of connection, of intimacy, of healthy, empowered, spiritually, sexually connected self, you know, to, to, to grasp that. And for women, my niche for women is really helping them to reconnect to their femininity, have it, helping these boss babes that have stepped into the masculine move out of that to, to go, you know, to move from go to flow and helping them to experience their first orgasms. Cause you wouldn't believe how many women don't know how to orgasm. You know, they can't orgasm either ever with their partner. No, maybe vaginally one type, but there's like 11 types and there's so much deeper that they can go. So it's really to like rewrite the, the dynamics around sex and sexuality and relationships and intimacy and helping our children have a healthier view of it. Because I honestly believe that the reason we have these issues around human trafficking is because people have such a dirty, shameful, exploited view around sexuality. And I just, I want to, I like crazy want to change that. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's so interesting that you did bring up that point in discussion about being able to just simply swipe yes or no to someone online and there being that real disconnection um, between people now. And like that, we're, that that's something that we're really breeding more, especially because all of this technology is obviously something we're so, uh, we've been so heavily brought up around as well. So that's so great that you're able to highlight that disconnect that there obviously is um, within the dating world these days. Um, and you were talking a lot about creating like a spiritual connection with the person that you're with. And I had an interesting thought when you did bring this up, do you think that there has to be a lot of self discovery for that individual and self understanding before they're able to have that sort of depth of connection spiritually with someone else? Absolutely. I have two online courses now and I'm creating a private, um, 
uh, orgasmic coaching mastermind for five women where I just take them through how to break trauma, move into the body, experience pleasure, and then be able to orgasm. And I'm only doing it for five. It's very elite. But every module in all three of those courses, although one is just like a basics around Tantra and intimacy, one is the dance ohm for women, and this other one will be specifically geared around um, uh, breaking trauma and experience orgasm. They all start with the same first module, and that's connecting with yourself. We just live in such a disconnected world that people don't know how to put everything away, including podcasts, including just everything and just be raw and real with themselves. And it's like the relationship that you have with yourself will mirror in every aspect of your life, your children, your partner, your friends, your colleagues, everything. And so it's always starts with you, but people don't want to get honest with themselves. And then they get mad at their partners for lying to them. And it's like, wait, you lie to yourself every day. You know, you don't even take five minutes for yourself to just be, you know, you'll schedule a full out, full on schedule. But when I, when it comes to like scheduling in a date with yourself, people don't do that. So I encourage people to date themselves, even if they are in a relationship already, every night a week, take yourself out on a date, whatever that might be for each person's going to be different. But we just have become so numb because of everything right now in the world. But the true, like, you know, intimate spiritual connections that you're able to have with someone will start when you have that connection with yourself and with whatever higher power, you know, you believe or you subscribe to. Like, that's, it's going to start there first. Everything else is like the icing on the cake. I love the whole concept of self-discovery and becoming more connected with yourself as well. That's really been looking into this past year more so. And like the difference that I've even found within myself, I've just become more connected with myself, my intuition. And um, I, I think it's so empowering to be able to have um, work on developing that deeper connection with yourself. Because like you were saying, if you can't have a relationship with yourself, how can you build relationships outside of yourself and truly deep, spiritually connected ones with other people as well. And um, I do love this whole concept of spiritually connected belief that you've been talking about and how you aim to help shake the shame around sexuality and build this connection through your work. So uh, can we just backtrack a second? And in case people are a bit unclear on what exactly you mean by spiritually connected belief, just break that down a little bit more for me, please. Well, sexuality is spirituality. And I think a lot of people don't really understand that, but it's, it's, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's actually one is the other and the other is, is there one. And it's, um, if you've ever read the book, Think and Grow Rich, and there's the chapter on sexual transmutation, where he talks about this powerful pull of energy, of sexual energy that creates literally everything. And, um, most people don't tap into that ever because, pardon me, they're so like trying to like, how do we push this down more? You know, like we can't even say the word sex. Some people can't even say that. They're like S-E-X. It's like, hey, like, are we, you know, we can't say this word or, you know, 
you know, what started in the Super Bowl with J-Lo and Shakira and how that got just like, it's like these women are, you know, in their 40s and 50s and are moms and look amazing and what an athleticism uh, showcase that they, they gave us. And then it became this whole, like, this is porn. And it was just like, this is just crazy, you know, crazy to me. And um, so, but what people don't understand is that people that are highly dynamic and highly connected to their sexuality always tend to be really successful. And I was reading this in the, in, in the Polanus Hills book, because it's the power of the sexual energy that they've used to really create whatever it is they're doing. And so when I say like a spiritual connection to it, like your sexuality will take you deeper into your spiritual practice, whatever that might be, God, uh, you know, Buddha, I don't know what it is, Shiva, whatever it is for you. And, and when you have that connection, and when you go to those places, those spaces in this world and this dimension or in another, wherever it is, that are so in alignment with the highest aspect of yourself and you do that with another person at that same level it's like there's not even words to really articulate the kind of power that's there and the kind of like rawness and realness and union that is there and that's really how we come into this world and then conditioning and time and things takes us out of that and so we want to get back to that place of union. And so Tantra literally means union. It's like union to weave together, to bring together. Um, and that is what the practice is, to bring together every aspect of you, every energy center, every archetype, every shadow, everything that you think is bad, dirty, shameful, sinful, wrong, and, and unite with that and transcend that and take it to a place that is of higher vibration all of this is me and I am still connected to the vine. So therefore it's all divine. And it's just such an interesting, you know, dynamic to kind of wrap people's head around it. But when we get just people connecting at the level of the heart, that's the spiritual connection we're talking about. Yeah. And you know what? That's, that's so true because I feel like there is this big, like a label on the whole topic of sexuality that's this taboo thing to be talking about when really you know you're right like sexuality is something that is so natural and so at the root of what humans are like to be able to develop an actual emotional and spiritual connection with someone we shouldn't be putting that sort of shame or um taboo sort of label towards the whole topic of being open about your sexuality and exploring it further and on a deeper level as well so i love your work and i love what you're doing with you know helping people shake that shame and i actually do want to now talk a bit more about you know your for-profit work and your non-for-profit work and um so maybe start off by telling me a bit about your non-profit non-profit foundation which is beyond freedom if i heard you correctly mm -hmm. yeah so beyond freedom is like it's this like labor of love and like all of my passion and also kind of disgust for how i was treated when i came out of the life and when i tried to come back into this life essentially when i tried to go from product to person i just thought i was not treated the way i should have been treated and i wanted that i didn't want other women to feel that way and so i wanted to try and create something 
that could change that. And so I formed Beyond Freedom, literally just trying to help save these women, you know, save them from the shame and the pain and the uh, rejection that I received when I came out. And, um, and so today we work to really holistically rehabilitate victims of human trafficking by partnering with healers and coaches, um, holistic healing, holistic science, holistic medicine, healers, coaches, businesses to help to take the process of going from product to person to a much more simple way. And we do that um, by serving women all over the globe through, through uh, online coaching and healing and, and mentor, job mentorships, training. Basically, we've created a whole system of how to do it. And um, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun. But um, I just love being able to talk to survivors that, you know, trust me and just say, you know, you get it, you understand. And for me to be able to, you know, get that call when they're suicidal or when I'm the first person they call when they have been suicidal, like, can you help? You know, and so it's, it just shows me that I've created something. You know, we're not anywhere where we want to be, but we definitely have made a big splash in a short amount of time when we've worked with a lot of women. And so I obviously want to grow that more and be able to get more funding so that we can really serve more women. Yeah, it sounds like incredible work that you're doing. And I love that you're able to help people who have experienced maybe some of the traumas that you've been through yourself and help them overcome these and create something more from their life just as like what you've done for yourself which is truly empowering and it must be so fulfilling for you to be able to do work like that as well um and i know that we've already started touching on your um intimacy coaching and all of that so i'd love it if you could dive deeper and is there anything more you'd love to share about your o factor business and um, share with our listeners today because I think that this is such a great uh, business that you've created for yourself and I'd love to share it with as many people as we can. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so much. You know what? The O Factors is, is definitely my second child. You know, my son's obviously my first. I love it so much. I'm so passionate about um, not like the business, but like getting to help women and men have these incredible breakthroughs in their life. And, you know, when a woman's like, I've orgasmed for the first time, you're like, that's amazing, you know, or when a guy's like, you know, I was able to watch your content and realize that there was really nothing wrong with me sexually that I just didn't know, you know, how to connect with another woman or, you know, when, when, when you get these testimonials of couples that have had these moments of passion or helping women heal from sexual trauma women getting back into their body, masculine women feeling like they can be feminine for the first time and get a lover and get a partner, attract a husband, like all these things just are why I do what I do. So it's, it's just exciting to me because it doesn't feel like work. It feels like um, my truth. And uh, so the O factors is we're doing some amazing things right now. We're really working to help people right now in going in coping with COVID life, right? And because, <clears throat> pardon me, the one constant in all of COVID is that you still are in relationships. <laughs> You're still dealing with relationships, right? 
I don't care where you are. Some of people were stuck with people for months on end, you know, others were separated from them, but you still have relationships. It's a constant in life. So we developed, you know, this couple really amazing online platforms, programs to help people dive deeper into intimacy issues with themselves and with their partners and how to overcome those things. And so being able to, you know, facilitate these events and these um, online courses that I lead and people still getting results during COVID is just amazing. So we'll definitely have to pop a link to more information on um, these events as well in the show notes of this episode so then people can access it quite easily. Uh, but I love what you're doing. I love your work and I love everything that you've developed for yourself so far. Um, so I do have another question for you, actually, because I am aware that in your journey of developing all of these organizations and all of this you've actually had some personal work with Tony Robbins as well and I wanted to ask about this because I know a lot of my listeners are a big fan of him uh, but yeah. what sort of like work and involvement involvement has he had in um, your journey and all of your projects so Tony reached out to me at a time when I was um, suffering postpartum and PTSD at the same time it was a very low point in my life. My son was about a year and a half, um, maybe pushing two. It was almost two, yeah. And uh, I did not want to go on living. It was a very uh, dark time for me. And I had commented on a post of his, and he you know, reached out and said he wanted to help me. And I just thought, this, this cannot be real. <laughs> it's like, this is not real. And... Um, it was, you know, he started to connect me with people and started to go to his, he started to send me to his events. I've been to, you know, five UPWs and he sent me to business mastery and day with destiny. And, um, I actually did the work, you know, I did the work in the events and got many breakthroughs and still having many breakthroughs. Um, and so, uh, business mastery, you know, we raised funding for beyond freedom and we were the runner up in the, in the, in the contest, we didn't win, but we were the runner up. And I was so proud of what we did and rallied together. And he's also personally invested in sending um, victims of human trafficking to his events um, that, that, that I work with in my nonprofit. So he's been very, very supportive of my work and very supportive of, um, you know, my healing and my integration. And because of him reaching out to me, you know, I created Beyond Freedom and now we work with, you know, all these women around the world that are, that are either victims or survivors of human trafficking. And none of that would have happened if it wasn't for him. So it's really been just an epic journey of diving deeper into myself, understanding my patterns, breaking those patterns and uh, continuing to serve others because he's all about contribution and that's what Beyond Freedom is. So Justin, he's, he has agreed to do an interview with me at some point. I don't know when this is going to happen, but I'll be so excited. Maybe when my book comes out or something, when I'm doing my TED talk, who knows, but I'm excited for that. It's so awesome to hear about how his contribution has helped you, but also to hear that, like, because you saying that now makes me see that um, having someone contribute like that to you has enabled you to then go be able to contribute to others and have the same sort of effect on other people, which is, it's amazing. And this is creating this whole chain of, I guess, positive energy and um, just support you know, for, for people that you don't even know personally. So it's really wonderful what you are doing. 
before we wrap this up, I have two quick things I really wanted to ask you. So, you know, your story is so inspirational and you've, you've just created such an incredible life for yourself, um, which is truly inspiring. So what do you want people to gain from hearing your story? You know, I think I want people to realize that no matter where they are in their life, whether they feel stuck or whether they feel like their patterns and habits keep leading them back to their pain or their trauma that they haven't resolved, have a way out. You know, there's always a way out. And I think it's so much easier than we always want to make it out to be. The easy way is to, you know, easier in a sense like we have the power to do it. You know, I didn't think I had that power. And then when I did get out, it was like, look at what I've been able to accomplish. And yes, I worked hard. And yes, it was hard in the sense that like it challenged me in ways that I never even knew I was capable of being challenged, but I didn't fail. And I persevered and I kept pushing and I still am doing that every single day because I believe that we are all supposed to have a beautiful life every minute of the day. And I want that for my son, for myself, for other women. And I want that for you, for your listeners. So I want them to know that no matter the, the trauma, they can, you know, they can be triumphant in life. No matter the pain, the pain that you think is the most intense pain imaginable, there is a place, a space for you to turn that literally into your greatest power. And it's up to you to decide to do that. But I'm no different than you. You know, I know there was nothing that said like, oh, you know, I'm so, there was nothing like in my, you know, um, there was nothing that set me apart from you and your viewers. I just decided that I was not going to live a life of fear and trauma and pain anymore. I didn't know the how, but I made a decision. And so I want people to know that they can make that same decision too. I really want people to realize that, you know, they have the power. They don't have to know the how. They just need to realize that they do have the power to make that decision to change their life and to overcome their negative patterns, to overcome the pain, to overcome wherever they're stuck in their life. You don't have to stay there. And the universe will open doors for you. Once you make that decision, there are doors that, trust me, to this day, I look back and think, I, I don't even like where did that person come from? I didn't even know, you know, and it's interesting that the universe will conspire in your favor. Once you make the decision to be the person that God, the universe wants you to be. And most of us never get to that place because we're so afraid of what people think. Once you get past that, like I, I have gone over that. Like, I don't, I don't care anymore. I have no fear of how people view me. And it makes me so much more powerful because it's like, I don't care what I post. I don't care what I do. It's like, you, you don't like me? Okay, I'm sorry. That's about you, not me, <laughs> you know? So just getting people to realize that they, they really have the power to change. And it all does start with that decision, that, that decision within yourself that you want more or you want to be in a different, different circumstances. You want to create more for yourself. Um, so it all starts with that choice. And like you said, you don't need to know the why, uh, sorry, the how it's all just about knowing your why making the decision and then the rest is going to come. So yes. given this is the real time podcast, my yeah. final question for you is what is one piece of real advice you want to leave all of our listeners with? 
Oh, okay. One, just one. There's so much. Yeah, there's so much to choose from. You know, I think the, the one advice that I want to leave right now is like, it's such a simple one, um, is right at that moment that you feel like you want to quit. It literally, it's like, you know, I know Tony says like two millimeters, but it's like literally right there on the other side. And most people like, we never tap into that because we quit because it's too hard. We can't take it. And literally like, if I look back over the past two years of my life, since I started doing Tony's work, it was just like at that moment when I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I didn't quit. And I found something in me that was greater than me. And I used that and I did crazy stuff that, you know, what people think is impossible. And I pushed through and on the other side was just, it was like right there. And we think it's like, oh, I just have to climb up so much. Like I can't do this another day, another week. But it's like, when you make that decision and say, I'm not quitting until I get what I want or until I accomplish this or until I, it's literally always there. Like almost, it's almost like you have to just like blow the wall down and it's literally on the other side. And so many people never, ever tap into their, like, you know, their deepest potential because they let fear and they just give up on themselves. And, um, you know, the biggest disservice you could do in your life is to have that dash between the date you were born and the date you died be just empty. And it's like, I refuse to let that be me. You know, and so every day I push forward and I say, you know, I'm going to be the first survivor to make it on Forbes magazine. Like, that's my new goal. And I know I can do it. And so I just want to inspire everyone else to, to have that, whatever it is in their life, to never quit. Because on the other side of the, the hardest moment in your life where you're done, it's literally the next step to getting you closer to that victory place. So, yeah. That's incredible. Honestly, you're so inspiring, your determination and your strength and just your grit to kind of just go out and accomplish everything that you have accomplished and create the life that you've created for you and your son is just phenomenal. And I'm so excited to continue watching you and following your journey and seeing, you know, you eventually on the cover of Forbes. I'm excited for that day. You are just truly such an incredible person. And I'm so blessed that we have been able to connect and have this discussion today. So thank you so much for taking the time to sit here with me and share your story and um, just breathe words of courage and inspiration and just, oh, you're just, you're just incredible. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Absolutely. It was, it was such a pleasure and I, I had so much fun with you. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into my real-time podcast. I have had so much fun making this and I hope this has been able to help you in some way. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to share it with someone who may be in need of hearing it. My goal with this channel is to bring you guys content of real value. So help me share this message and share this podcast by screenshotting it and tagging me on your stories. 
By doing so, you'll be doing your part in helping me build this platform and build a space where people can listen, can grow, and can overcome whatever obstacles are getting in the way of their success. But that starts with you guys. Tag me at emilyjane.dm in your stories and hashtag realtime and I'll be sure to reshare you on my page. Thank you so much again, guys, for listening in today. Your support honestly means the world to me. So until next time, keep it real.